Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful screenwriters, filmmakers, and creative souls. How are you today? Welcome to episode 52 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. 52, yay! And today's topic is creative collaborations. I've had a number of people reach out to me recently asking me about writing partnerships. People write, ask this all the time, in fact. They write to me and say, somebody wants to write a script with me, should I do it? Would you be interested in writing a script with me? Uh, I'm looking for someone to write a script with me, I want a partner for it, etc, etc. And it seems like there's a lot of confusion around this issue and also a lot of strange thinking around it. So I just wanted to do an episode about writing partnerships specifically, but a lot of what I'm going to be saying is also applicable to creative collaborations in general, about how to make sure if you are entering into one, it's going to be a good one, a happy one, a fulfilling one, and all the things. So let's talk about creative collaborations and in particular writing partnerships and see where we can get with it. To me, the number one question you need to ask if you are considering going into a writing partnership with somebody is why do you want to do it? Why? What is the purpose of it? Why? Why do you feel called to do it? And I think this is so important because what I see very often is that people enter into them really out of fear. They're afraid that they're not good enough as a writer, so they want to find somebody else who will make them feel more legitimate or make them feel protected or make them feel like they're going to do something good and they won't risk failing. I see that a lot. I think that's probably the number one reason lots of people get into writing partnerships that I see. And it's the number one reason why you shouldn't do it. (laughs) If the reason you are looking for a writing partner or you're considering bringing on a writing partner is because you're afraid you couldn't do it on your own or you're afraid you're not going to be good enough, stop already. You are good enough. You will figure it out. You will learn. If you are guided to write a screenplay, you will do it. You don't need somebody else. So why would you do it? There's a couple of reasons. If you're asked by somebody else, it might be number one, because they're paying you. And if they pay you, then great. (laughs) Quite frankly, fantastic. Make sure that you are on the same sort of page, that you feel like you can really add something. If you're getting paid for it, that's one situation, which is like, let's do this. Let's get, I'll get, I'll get a paycheck. My job isn't to write what I want to write. My job is to make the person who's paying me happy and help them channel the story that they want to tell. And it can be very clean and it can be very, uh, very a joyful collaboration in that sense. If somebody else is asking you to do it because they are feeling fear, be warned. It's probably not a good idea to enter into that collaboration. If they're entering it because they sort of feel like they might not be good enough, they really want their story, but they're bringing you on as an extra writer to cover their back in a sense, it, just be very careful. My personal feeling about films, and probably all art, is that it's somebody's vision. A film ultimately is one person's vision. Even though so many people are involved in making it, even though so many people have to be involved to make it, to me, ultimately, it is one person's vision that underpins the whole thing and oversees it. 
you can't be trying to steer a ship to five different islands. It has to be going to one. Now, that doesn't mean a person can, you know, man the ship, crew the ship all them by themselves. They need all these different people to get to that island. But it's their island that they have chosen that they're going to, and they are steering the ship. I feel like if there's more than one person, they have to be super symbiotic. They have to really have a shared vision. And obviously, there are examples of filmmakers that do this. There's the Coen brothers or the Wachowski sisters. There are people who do that. Notice that I'm talking about directors because obviously ultimately, and this is a hard pill for most writers to swallow, but ultimately the author of the film, the auteur of the film is the director and not the screenwriter. So this also gets so interestingly into the whole question about if you have written a script, if you should direct it or not, or if you want to get a director. And if you're producing the script that you've written yourself, should you get someone else to direct it? And it's the same, it's the same set of questions as to whether you should write your screenplay with somebody. Why do you want somebody else to do it? <laughs> Is it because you're just afraid? I always go back to that. Make sure that you're making the choices because you really feel it's a positive thing for the film. It's the positive thing for the screenplay. It's really going to make it so much better and not simply because you're afraid, because you're afraid that you won't achieve it. You won't be able to do it as well by yourself. To me, a screenplay is one person's vision. It's one person. It might be possible that you have somebody else that you feel like you do make the work better by working together. I'm not against collaboration, by the way. I want to make this clear. Even as I'm saying it's one person's vision and one person steering the ship, it's still a collaboration. It's absolutely a collaboration. But I just believe there is one person ultimately who is the driving force of the project, who is the creative driving force of the project. And so if there's more than one person, they really need to be completely symbiotic, it would seem to me. Or they have to have agreed to a certain kind of power structure in which we agree that it's this person's vision and the other person's working to help them fulfill it. I personally have co-written two screenplays, well, three, two with one person and one with another. So I have had an experience of writing with somebody. The first experience that I had was co-writing a screenplay with John McTiernan. So we rewrote a screenplay together, and John McTiernan is the director of movies like Die Hard and Hunt for Red October. We, re we did a rewrite together, but it was a ground-up rewrite. I mean, we took the script, and really we just took the premise of it and wrote it from scratch, from the beginning, all the way through, and completely changed it. So we, did, we had that experience, and that to me was... I mean, that was a dream creative experience, but it was very clear he was paying me and I was there to help him channel his vision. I wasn't there to just like take all his ideas and type them down. I was there to give my ideas, to engage in conversations, to, to fully give in that situation, to give every idea that I could have. And he made it very clear and very wonderful that he was open to all ideas. I mean, I could throw anything at him crazy, not crazy, out of the ballpark, whatever. And he would really consider it. And, but he would ultimately make the decisions. And I was, it was very clear the power structure that I'm there to help him give birth to the film that he's going to direct. And after that, it was such a great experience. I mean, for both of us that he actually hired me to write an original screenplay with him. And we worked on that together. And it was the same thing. This was his movie. It was his idea. I was there as a sounding board, as a guide, as somebody that would help him get it on the page the way he wanted to. But I was not there to argue my vision of the movie. I was not trying to 
own, I didn't have any skin in the game in that sense. It was his film that I was trying to help him realize. So that was one, and that was, as I say, an incredibly satisfying experience of collaboration. Just to describe the nitty gritty of how it worked, because people are always fascinated too, how do partnerships work? How do you actually write with somebody? The way that we worked, and I can't say that anybody else, you're going to figure it out with your writing, writing partner. The way that we personally worked was that we would get together in the morning. Uh, we would usually have breakfast together. So I was staying on his ranch. I stayed in a different house. It was amazing in Wyoming. And we would meet in the morning and we would go to the Branding Iron, which was the local, the nearest town was a little greasy spoon cafe. And we would sit there and get our eggs and we would talk about the script and we would use their plates mats to sort of map it out and draw things and write things. So we would discuss it together and say, okay, well, these are the next few scenes that we're we're going to have. And we would figure it out. And the two of us would sit in the Branding Iron Cafe and get really, as writers do, like so into it, you know, where you're just like, we would both sit there crying some mornings. And I would just think all these cowboys, all these ranch hands looking at us like we were crazy people sitting there crying into our coffee as we discuss the next few scenes of our film. But that's how it works. And then we would split the scenes up. He would decide because as I say he was the boss. He was paying me. So he would say, OK, I want you to write these scenes. I'm going to write these ones. We would go back to the ranch. He'd go to his house. I would go to my house. He would write his scenes and I would write mine. And he would send me his. He would email them uh, later in the day. Usually by dinner time, I had his scenes. And I, would, I was in charge of the overall script. And so I would put them together. Because of, you know, he was sending me his scenes, I soon saw what his style of writing was like. And I really emulated that as much as possible so that it would read coherently, so that it would be like one smooth script. I really tried to copy uh, his style over the, the first days. And that was how we did it. And that's how we wrote the whole script. Sometimes we would get together in the evening as well to discuss. Like sometimes we would feel a little bit stuck. And I, I had the board as well with the index cards on it. And I would like walk across the ranch with the board and bring it over to his place. And we would sit and look at it sometimes at night and figure out some scenes. But that was basically it. So we weren't, we didn't ever sit writing scenes together like word by word. It was like two people working kind of concurrently, breaking the story, writing scenes, and then me stitching it together and making sure that it seemed seamless, that you wouldn't be able to tell that different people had written different scenes. It, it was all one coherent thing. So that was how we worked. That was the, the actual working. People work in all different ways, though. My second experience writing with somebody was not as happy as that. A writer approached me, and it was not long after I had done the first collaboration with McTee, this writer that I had met who was very established and it was somebody that I respected, asked me if I would collaborate on a script. And the reason that they wanted me to collaborate on the script was quite simply not because they felt that I was the right person and that I would help make it better or anything like that, but because... They felt it was a story about a woman and they felt it would sell better if there was a woman involved in it and a woman's name was on it. I am 100% sure that's all it was. I think also because I was working with McTee and they sort of thought, oh, you know, I don't know, fresh blood and <laughs> getting it some fresh blood and making it seem like this is a collaboration with a younger writer and a female writer. So really, he just wanted my name on the front of the script. And really, he just wanted me to go into the meetings to pitch it with him and to sell it with him. He didn't really want me to collaborate with, this, with him on the script. That's my honest take on it. And so it was a deeply unsatisfying experience because I was still pretty much a novice screenwriter. 
having said all this, I'd, you know, I'd sold one screenplay and I'd written one with McTee. And I think I'm right in saying that was all I had written by that point. But still, I felt very, at this point, you know, very confident in my skills as a screenwriter and very much wanting to write. And with McTee, it was fantastic because he would always listen to every idea that I had and really, you know, really respected me, really gave me space to flex my screenwriting muscles. Whereas this person didn't. I mean, it was really our, our meetings. I just felt he didn't listen to me at all. He, he didn't seem to care about any of my ideas. It was frustrating. It was depressing. And honestly, when he, we finished the script, Tim, I looked at it and I said, it's, it's not my script. And I didn't believe in it. There were things in it I just really did not like. There were things in it that just didn't feel aligned with who I was at all. And I just thought, I don't want my name on this. I told him I didn't want my name on it. He was really angry about it. It was just ugly. It wasn't fun. It wasn't nice. And it wasn't, it wasn't a gratifying or satisfying experience for me. After that, I really decided it, I don't want to waste my time in power struggles with visions. And I'd much rather just work on my own things. I mean, I would not rule out a collaboration again, but I wouldn't be desperate to do it either. I enjoy so much being in the creative mode. I enjoy so much writing something that... I don't, I don't feel like I, I don't feel that necessarily trying to write with somebody makes it better. It doesn't make it into a better experience for me, which isn't to say that I don't love collaborations. I do, but I go back to that thing. I feel like a good collaboration, a healthy one is usually when one person is in the driving seat and the other person is helping them get where they want to go. So you're like the navigator, <laughs> you're the second in command, but you're not necessarily, you're not both trying to be the driver. I feel like that's just a, a recipe for disaster. One thing that I heard when I was starting out, because I remember when I agreed to, re, to do this, write, this writing partnership, I met another writer and she said to me, Diane, this is a bad idea. And I just want to share this with you just as an idea if you are considering writing with somebody. She said you should only write, and this was a woman who was a very experienced screenwriter as well, had written a number of produced movies as well as a number of TV things and whatever. And this writer said to me, not a good idea to get into a writing partnership unless you plan to write multiple scripts together. And I would just put this out there for you if you're considering doing a, a script with somebody that is worth considering, especially in the early stages of your career. If you do write something together and it is some kind of success and you sell it and it's made, and even better, it, it's, ma it's made well, it's actually a successful film, how amazing would that be, Right. She said, in that case, if it's been a partnership, it still won't serve you very well going forward because when you go to other people about meetings, it was you and somebody else who wrote that screenplay and nobody knows what you were responsible for or how much of it you were responsible for. So it doesn't really serve you the way a script, if you sell a screenplay yourself and you get hired for something by yourself, then it, it serves you. I mean, people are like, oh, that's their work. I want that person. That person's amazing. If it's you and somebody else in the, in the credits, then it's like, who did what? And now you're pitching yourself as a writer on your own, but it's like, what, what part of it were you responsible for and do we really want you? No, we want you, the team that was responsible for that other film. So it's just something to be aware of. I, again, I wouldn't not enter into a writing partnership just for that reason, if it feels right, if, if you have a situation where you want to ask someone else to write with you or somebody else has asked you to write something with them and it, 
it just feels right. I have people say this to me. It's like, I just feel that this is the right thing to do and it feels exciting to me and it feels good and I want to do it. Do it. Even if you don't plan to write more screenplays together, you never know what you will get out of that experience. And I would never say, be so cynical as to be like, well, it wouldn't be good for my career. Do what feels right, but really do what feels right. Check in with your feelings. Because as I said, I do have this sneaking suspicion that so many of the people who write to me saying that they want somebody else to write with them, it's really out of fear. And that's never going to result in anything good. You have to have the confidence. You have to have confidence, not necessarily that you can already do it, but that you can learn how to do it, that you'll figure it out because you can and you will. So if you're in that zone of, I want to write a screenplay, but I'm not sure if I'm good enough. So I'll see if somebody else will write it with me because then, you know, they can do the hard work. They can do the bits that I don't really understand and I can do this. I just think that's a bad idea. If you are going to enter into a writing partnership with somebody or you're considering it, one thing that I would suggest is that you really sit down with them and talk about how you think it's going to work. Just talk about what you envisage for the film how you envisage it going forward, where you think you would sell it or how you'd make it, the whole thing. Not just the creative, like how you envisage the film you're going to write together, which of course in itself is so important, but the whole journey. And I would really make sure that you feel like you both do have a shared value, that you have a shared picture, that you have a shared understanding. There are obviously examples of writing partnerships that really do work. I remember two guys I used to see a lot in Santa Monica. I think they wrote that movie The Way, Way Back. They wrote a bunch of films. And they always wrote together. And it's that thing that it can work really well, obviously. There are people who are in partnerships and they always work together and they obviously bring out the best in each other and they help each other write their best material. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. But I would just, as I said, I would just really, really think about when you're first going to enter into it, why do you want to do it? What do you hope to get out of it? And be very clear about that. As I mentioned, I think some of these principles apply to the different collaborators that you will bring on board, that you will bring into your world and into your production. It's always worth questioning the feeling that you get from that person and the feeling of, why you're doing, why you're entering into something with them. I mentioned before, a lot of people, for instance, I feel write screenplays, decide that they're going to make the film themselves, decide that they really want to usher it in, and then decide, though, that they're going to have to hire a director because they don't feel like they could direct it themselves. They're like, I'm going to have to get a director. I can't, I've wrote this thing. I'm going to raise the money for it. I'm going to be involved. Maybe they're even going to act in it, but I need to get a director because I couldn't be a director. And I really caution people about that too, because the truth is about the films and the film industry, the director is ultimately the author of the film and you want that to be the case. So I would always say to you, if you're a writer who's now wanting to make the film but bring in a director, I would really urge you to think about how willing you are to let somebody else fly with it. Because to make a good film, I think you have to let a director fly with it. You don't want to bring on a director who is merely going to try to be your yes man, try to just channel your vision. You want somebody who's going to pick it up and make it even better. And I think a lot of power struggles come out of that situation. And really it's because you were afraid to step up and direct it yourself. You wanted to direct it, 
but you didn't because you were afraid. I've seen this multiple times and it is always very ugly and very painful for the people involved. The director feels like they're not listened to, they're not acknowledged, all those things. The writer is like, ah, they're ruining my work. It just gets ugly. So it's the same thing. If you want to direct, direct. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it can be scary AF if you're a screenwriter and you're thinking, no, I can't direct. I don't know anything about cameras. I don't know anything about lights. I don't know where I'd put the camera. Don't panic. You can do it. Trust me. I learned how to do it. Anybody can learn how to do it. It's not as difficult as we think. And I honestly think that you have to be honest with yourself about these things. And this is the honesty about the whole thing. The honesty about actually saying, this is my movie. I have a vision for this. I am the visionary of this film. And if you do want to bring someone on board to help you write it, because you're like, I don't really understand screenwriting formatting and I don't want to learn, that's totally fine, but just be honest about it. Don't be like, oh, I want to get a writer on board because I think their perspective will really help me make it a better thing. Be honest and be like, it's my vision. And I want to get somebody who can help me with the formatting. The clarity and the boldness of owning your work is vital. Instead of muddying it up with, well, maybe I want to bring someone else, get somebody else to help me, get someone else to do it. Own it. Own it. If you want to write your screenplay, you write your screenplay. You don't need anybody else. And that doesn't mean you don't get other people's opinions and you don't make it better through that. And you don't, when you're working with your crew, that you don't collaborate. Of course you collaborate. And you, just like John McTiernan with me, you take all the ideas, you create a space in which all ideas are welcome and which you like love to hear everybody's ideas, but a situation in which it is very clear amongst everybody who comes to work on your film that it is your film and that it is your vision. And that's how you'll make a great movie. The main thing, as I said, Make sure that you want to do it for the right reasons because you really believe that this will be a great way to birth the film, that is the right way to birth the film, that it feels good, that there's it creates some magic that you wouldn't have on your own. That's why you should enter a writing partnership or they're paying you. <laughs> or they're paying you. That works too. And beyond that, when it actually comes to how you make it work, Every writing partnership is different. Everyone is different. I know people who do sit and work every scene together and that other people work how McTee and I did where we split it up. Others, again, really just break the story together and then one person is really responsible for the actual writing the screenplay. There's many, many different paths to it. So it's really just with your own partner, once you have established a partnership, figuring it out for yourself and deciding how it works best. And that's it for this week. As always, I hope this session has been helpful for you. Ultimately, as with everything, trust your instincts. If your instincts are telling you this feels good, this feels like the right thing to do, I want to write the script with this person, it's going to be amazing, go for it. And if not, move on. If you are interested in joining me later this week for Operation Greenlight, oh my gosh, you guys, this is going to be amazing. Please don't miss it. Go to dianebell.com slash greenlight. This is going to be five days of masterclasses that are going to blow your mind and just take you on this journey towards the green light. You are going to be hurtling towards your green light after these five classes. So don't miss this. They're totally free. 
You heard that right, totally free. And if you can't make them live, the replays will be available for up to one week afterwards. So don't miss it, dianebell.com slash greenlight. One final thing, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please spread the word. Share it on social media, leave me a review, whatever works for you. I would appreciate it so much. I am so grateful you have been here with me. I'm so grateful that you are in my world and I'm a tiny part of yours. Thank you so much. I love you. Take care and I'll see you next week.